What's up, League? Excited to kick this off for a second podcast here. This is Wildy Noob 69 Boner Plocks, hot on the mic. We got Commissioner Colin <laughs> over here, and then What's Garrett that? on as well. So should be yep. a, should be a good podcast here today. Going to pass it over to Colin to kick things off. All right, so for this one on Tuesdays, we're thinking we're just going to do a little uh, quick matchup recap. Probably won't go as long as the Thursday one, so uh, we'll get right into it. We're going to go by the order of the matchups that I have. So we're going to start with uh, my embarrassing loss to Curtis. Uh, I mean, there's obviously no way I was getting out of this one. Kurt just dropped his nutsack and dragged it across my head all Sunday. You guys uh, you guys want to give me your take on this? Give me a little heat? Uh, I just want to say that I called this on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> your team is not as good as you think it is, Colin. Just just putting that out there. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely got some soft spots there. You know, I expected Freeman to do more. Burton really let me down, you know, but it was just a really rough week for tight ends anyways outside of the monster Jared Cook and Gronk. I mean, Travis Kelsey had one catch, you know, a lot of injuries. Not very, very many people succeeded there. And then my quarterbacks, you know, I made the right call benching Ben. I thought he was going to have a bad week, but uh, I really thought Mariota's upside with his legs would help me out there. Couldn't really predict that injury. But even if I played the week completely right, there's no way I was escaping Kurt this week. Yeah. Kurt put up a good showing. Um, Cousins is looking pretty settled in in Minnesota. Mike Evans, while I think was like a risky draft pick, he certainly paid dividends in full. Kenny Stills is the big wild card here that I just didn't see coming. Like, I knew he's the top receiver in Miami now, but, like, to put up 30 points, that's just – that shouldn't happen again. Um, And then, yeah, on Collins' side, Trey Burton's obviously not good. Devontae Freeman and I think Jamison Crowder were the two killers here, obviously aside from Mariota, which is quite obvious. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Kenny Stills, I mean, it's hard to rely on that kind of efficiency. He had four catches, two of them were touchdowns. Kurt actually uh, called me hungover from his uh, tent, uh, staying over at the music festival thing this weekend. And uh, I actually gave him the tip that Kenny Stills is probably a good pick. Kind of regret it, but even if, put up, even if Kenny Stills put up zero, I was still getting whomped this weekend, you know, and I try to give my objective advice here. So, hey, man, I could do. I was offering you a quarterback and you didn't take it, so we'll see how that pays off for you. Might, uh, <laughs> might give Garrett the boost here. Oh, I'm not oh, worried yeah. about it. And then for Kurt, I think Mixon is really prime for a breakout year. He, I think Bernard got like two or three touches, and even though it was against the Colts, kind of shitty defense, Mixon looked really good this year. Yeah, so far, he definitely did. All right, let's move it on. My next one here would be Andrew and the big old droopers, James Markowitz. <laughs> uh, another pretty bad beat here. Uh, nothing out of Amari Cooper last night, which I was relying on in another league. That's real disappointing. But that Saints stack for Andrew is definitely going to hit more times this year, clearly. I mean, they're going to have shootouts like this if their defense is apparently Swiss cheese again this year. So, Told you. I, they the last half of last year they were looking really good and you know it was a big surprise to a lot of analysts that they did so poorly so you know what can you do um james takes a big hit with greg olson going out um that's tough but at least he has gronk you know he's not hurting at the position it's just draft capital that he loses but uh i mean like i said andrew has a strong team when his guys hit you know and like you said you know his running backs are weak but they put up enough points you know they match david johnson will sean mccoy that's all you can ask for 
Yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on LaShawn McCoy this year? Is this going to be the, the year where he completely falls off? It's just like Buffalo is just looking terrible. They traded away or let go of everyone they had. That was a good asset. Yeah, I don't think it's at all McCoy's fault. His line is in total shambles. Peterman, Josh Allen, whoever the fuck you put back there, isn't going to make their offense a lot better because who are they even going to throw the ball to? Um, so I don't think it's his fault, but I think – It'd be surprising if he hits 20 points at any point this year. Yeah, his uh, receiving ability should keep him with a decent floor. But, I mean, he's old. You know, his line is terrible. And there's some number. I forget exactly what it is, but there's this magic number that almost every running back, when they hit in terms of carries for their career, have, like, a steep decline. I believe it's around, you know, uh, 2,500 carries. And, you know, he's, what, 32, 31? I mean, he's well over that mark. He passed it, I think, two years ago. So, I mean, his body can only take so much. And, you know, I'd rather be a year early on a guy than a year late, which is a little contrarian to my Larry Fitzgerald pick, but I think he's a mate, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's an anomaly for sure. I'd also be pretty scared if I was James about how just kind of mediocre David Johnson was last week. I don't know if you – I really watch too much of him, but what were your guys' thoughts on David, David Johnson? David Johnson wasn't mediocre. I mean, he looks good. It's just that the offense looked horrible. Sam Bradford looked terrible. They could, I mean, they had stacked boxes. He couldn't pass the ball anywhere. I'm not worried about David Johnson, the player. I'm just worried about the team's output. I mean, you can only score so much if your team only puts up so many touchdowns. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's similar to the situation that Zeke is in, and we'll get to that later, obviously, when we're talking about my team. But I, I don't really have too many concerns about David Johnson. I think – James' big issues this year are going to be his wide receiver three. I think Devin Funches is going to be a bust. Um, and then also his quarterback. I put Tom Brady on the table for him too, but I don't know. Matt Ryan's not the player he once was. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that was a tough matchup against Philly, though, for a lot of reasons. It definitely was. All right, if you guys are good, we can move on to the next one. Uh, just one more thing to point out, I guess, is that while we're on this game, um, is that what are you guys' thoughts about the backfield in Denver? That could get interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Philip Lindsay was definitely a surprise. I mean, he, he had a lot of, you know, good moments in preseason, but nobody really expected him to have an even workload with Freeman. Um, I mean, Freeman put up a good, you know, stat line in terms of efficiency. You know, nobody would be complaining about it if it wasn't for Philip Lindsay, but it's definitely going to be, you know, a similar situation to Atlanta and predicting whose week it is. And then the difference there is they also have Devontae Booker, you know, who's going to take five touches a week, you know, just to be annoying. Yeah, I, uh, I guess I have to apologize to our boy Andrew here. I thought his team was going to suck, and it turns out that's not the case. So good shit from him. Yeah, I defended him. I, I thought he had a pretty solid team. His running back, you were right about his running backs, but like I said, they just have to be good enough to carry it while his receivers and quarterback blow up. You know? Yep, yep, I agree. Right. James got the uh, got the pooper scooper. Yep. All right, my next one here is uh, George versus Jake. Like we said, Jake came out a came out with a pretty hot team. You know, made some good moves in the off season, or uh, preseason, and you know, put up a solid score here. Yeah, apologies to Jake. I thought he was going to get smacked this week. I didn't really have much faith in Naheem Hines or Schuster, for that matter. And both of them went off, too. So, hats off to Jake. Yeah, yeah, I thought Schuster might have a down season, too, especially in that rainy game. But, you know, he still put up points, so I could be wrong about him. Uh, Sanders, I mean, you know, we all thought he was going to be a good, reliable option. But nobody thought he had that much left in the tank to put up a 30-point game out of the gate. So, mm-hmm. you know – 
as long as kind of the same situation as uh, Andrew here with Jake's team, as long as his receivers can put up a solid floor, which they should be able to as, you know, PPR backs, he can definitely have some solid weeks like this. Yeah, Jake's looking good. I think Kittle is going to be a solid player this year, and he also definitely. has Jack Doyle, so he's set at the tight end position. Might even be able to start both of them to get – I would get Jordy Nelson out of the lineup. But Yeah, I would too. Also got to remember he's sleeping on Le'Veon Bell here, so whenever he does decide to come back, if Jake's in a position where he's even on the fence of making the playoffs, he looks like he has a pretty good squad here. That's, that's a real good point. Uh, yeah, I forgot about Le'Veon almost. Like you can probably expect George to dump a good amount of fab into TJ Yeldon here, you know, with Leonard Fournette facing yep. a couple weeks out. Um yeah, you know, Sterling Shepard did about what you'd expect against Jacksonville, but Marvin Jones was definitely let down here. Uh, Jimmy Graham, you know, another tight end who didn't put up many points this week. But uh, I expect more of that from Jimmy Graham, though. Honestly, I called I, it before yeah. the season, and it's like he's only had good seasons when he was with Drew Brees. Look at everywhere he's been since then with solid quarterbacks, mind you, and Russell Wilson, right? He right. just hasn't been the same player since he was on the Saints. I don't think he puts up good numbers this year. No, I don't either. And even last year with Russell Wilson with his 10 touchdowns, it took him 20 end zone targets to do it. You know, his efficiency is not what it used to be, and he has no yardage upside. So, you know, at best, I think you can hope for 10 points out of Jimmy Graham if he gets a couple catches and a score. Yeah, I think George's team has a potential to bounce back, though. I, you know, rated it pretty solid, a little bit above average. I, I still leave it there. I think there's some talent there. Yeah, definite potential, but a tough week for him. Yep. True. All right, next we have Manny versus Hop. This one. I called this one. <laughs> no one believed in my dad. No one believed in my dad except for me. I didn't believe in Randall was... Cobb, man. That was the real difference maker. Yeah, that's huge. You hated on him. I told you his numbers. You're like, no, it was in 2012. It wasn't as much the numbers as the fact that he was in a walking boot in preseason. You know, I thought they really didn't think he would have at what the same skills he had last year. Um, but I, I guess I was wrong. You know, I did see, uh, hear someone today talking about Randall Cobb and how, you know, most of his uh, success statistically comes from when Rodgers is in the shotgun. And after, after <coughs> Rodgers got hurt and he couldn't put any weight on that leg, he was almost exclusively in the shotgun. So you could see if Rodgers, you know, starts to get healthier and starts to throw those short rods again, Cobb's production starts to go down a little bit. Because Cobb's best work comes when he, you know, his route is done and he's just kind of scrambling in open space. You could put Rodgers in a fucking wheelchair. He's going to get the ball to Cobb. Yeah, Rodgers is the shit. Um, I think what I wanted to point out here um, is that I thought it was a great move by having the Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey kind of uh, dual receivers there where when Alshon's out, I think Aguilar is going to be pretty good. The one weak point where I think, Garrett, your dad's going to be hurting moving forward is Gio Bernard sucks. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if Kelsey's going to have a big year with Mahomes remains to be seen and then pretty weak at the flex too. So he has some pretty solid heavy hitters, but some pretty tough fills in the middle too. True. Yeah. I think he's just waiting for Edelman and Jones to come back. Alshon to come back at some point, just looking to get through these first few weeks. And luckily he was able to play hops shit fucking shit out <laughs> yeah let's transition to hop's team for a second uh yeah uh, chris what hogan's does there to even say down. chris hogan is a huge <laughs> letdown but i think going forward he's still gonna be a pretty solid option i don't know why they ended up going with dorset <laughs> but you know how you know uh 
Belichick game plans differently for every game. It doesn't mean that this kind of game couldn't happen again, but I do think Chris Hogan has a lot of upside, and I doubt you'll really see this kind of one-catch game again. But I could be wrong there, too. The Charles Clay move, what are you thinking? He's got to replace him. Yeah, I don't know why you would touch any part of that offense or team or anywhere in that area. Yeah, I, Josh Gordon also remains to be seen if he's still going to produce at a high level this year. I think, again, like I said, Swiss cheese on the defense. Like, don't ever play New Orleans again. Um, I think Burkhead is pretty tough fill considering New England's running backs. They're running with about a four-team committee. I mean, four running back committee so I don't know I don't like Hoff's team moving forward just going to be honest well it's down to three now that Jeremy Hill is out for the year so true but I feel you I still don't love Burkhead I think uh, obviously any team with Gurley has a potential to come back any given week but I don't know it's going to be tough for him yeah Yeah. he'll he'll definitely surprise you and get a couple high score weeks but he's going to have games like this too where just nobody seems to do much Yep. Okay, let's move on to Joe. And is this Garrett's new name? Garrett, explain this. Explain yourself. <laughs> explain the name or explain how I lost by four points because of Greg Zerline? Explain oh. the name. The name? James Connors. James, I don't get it. James Connors, yeah. James Connor mixed with Saquon Barkley. Oh, I get it now. All right. I got you. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyways, took me a while to come up with that, dude. Yeah. Well, none of us got it, so clearly it's pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe I'll leave that part in just because we shit on Garrett. Yeah, uh, leave, so, leave it in there. I mean, this was a tough. This was a tough fucking matchup. You know, I had a couple of these in my other leagues, um, losing by a few points. You know, Zerline. Hey, Zerline did all he could do for you, man. Seventeen points. You can't ask for more than that. Except for the one that he missed, so I could ask him for more. That was a 40-yarder that you still would have lost by point six. Yeah, well, so. Yeah, so don't complain. Um, I mean, so Andy Dalton was a good play here, you know, over – you had Garoppolo, which, uh, you know, we all knew he was going to struggle there. Uh, Hopkins was a letdown, but when your letdown is 15 points, it's a pretty solid player. Uh, I mean, what, what are you going to do against the Camara and uh, Tyree Kill combo, you know? You really and AB, so it's kind of right. You really got loot. trounced on there. Um, I mean, Keelan Cole was a definite disappointment. You know, I felt that in my other league. Um, and then Jamal Williams. I mean, that was kind of a product of game script. So going forward, you could probably hope for a better game out of him next week. Uh, I mean, the James Conner pickup probably going to be the pickup of the year, at least for the first half of the season. But uh, just, I mean, all around a tough game. You know. Really, it's probably it's it's tougher when you look at your matchup and you see Joe's got a guy with point three, four point three, and you're realizing you still lose just because he had a couple players go so hard on you. But that's fantasy football for you. <laughs> and that yeah, what do you think? What do you think, Dave? Hey, man, all I'm saying is it's a great thing that we implemented this year that you can make it into the playoffs when you have uh, the highest points for because you put up a hell of a week. And still lost the game. I definitely can feel for that because it happened to me a million times last year. Colin does not know how that feels though, because he has historically never been scored on in fantasy football. Hopefully, that changes this year. 
I put up 150 in my other league and lost by four. So I, Whoa, we're talking about the Deacon Friends hey, League here, pal. One league. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, Let's it's, see. Yeah. Let's just – I mean, just moving on here, the only thing I want to talk about is Joe's team. Like, I looked at them pre-draft and ranked them as one of the highest teams. I'm still super high on this team. Like, outside of DJ Moore, who whatever, you can just leave him out of the lineup and find a, a filler for him. I mean, it's just a solid team all around. You got Kamara Hill, Brown, capable quarterback, and Alex Smith. Um, yeah, it's a dangerous team this year, especially if your players can blow up for more than 40 in a given game and you have some, you know, solid players around them. So, kudos to Joe for his draft. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, we have Willie Noob himself versus the man Jay. The Derrick Henry believer. Yeah, should I kick this off, or do you guys want to shit on me, and then I'll I'll give my thoughts after. No, go ahead, man. Yeah, go for it. All right, well, I mean, the obvious thing that jumps out here, we got Doug Baldwin, Doug Baldwin and Rashard Matthews for a combined zero points. Uh, pretty tough to <laughs> win the game after that. I mean, I think Doug, once he gets healthy, can probably do some damage. Rashard Matthews, I don't know why the heck he was on a snap count. Um it's not like the Tennessee has a booming receiving game. And then Moncrief, I kind of expected, but thought he'd give me a little more than that. And then that paired with, I mean, just quite honestly, average weeks from Zeke, Dalvin, and Christian McCaffrey. Like, there's just – there's no way to come back from that. Um, so, anyways, as the league scene, I've made some moves to bolster the receiving core here. Hopefully it pays dividends and – I guess the one wild card I couldn't account for was Delaney having his foot backwards by the end of the game. So we'll see how I come back from that. Yeah, I didn't want to pile on with that Gordon Hayward-like injury, but uh, yeah, yeah, I called that you were I called that you were going to lose this week. I think that Derrick Henry could have had even a bigger game. I think he had one run that was called back that was like a sixty-yard TD, um, and then Jay had pretty solid weeks from. Old Rivers, Tate, Devonta Adams, who I'm really high on this year. Uh, but, yeah, it's really tough to win when you have all of your receivers combined for under three points. So, hopefully Fuller does it for you, but probably probably not. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the bench, though, you have, I have a couple of solid players in a noon one, Godwin. I probably should have started him, but was just a little bit hesitant since they're relatively unproven. Yeah, I mean, I love both of those guys for sure, but they are—they were in really favorable matchups this week with New Orleans and Detroit, so proceed with caution. Yeah, we'll see. I don't really have options. Yeah, true. I mean, those are some of the better bench guys you could have, and Noon was going to be a big pickup in most other leagues. You know, we all knew your receiver core was going to be a problem. We just didn't know it was going to be this much of a problem week one. Uh, I mean, McCaffrey definitely disappointed. We all thought he was going to be, you know, a workhorse back, or that's what they were telling us, but – you know, still going forward, you could see, you know, more work for him, hopefully. So I think it's just a down week. And then, you know, Delaney Walker, obviously, that's a rough one. Um, you know, I have heard that his backup, like Janu Smith, is pretty capable. So that could be a potential waiver wire target to kind of fix that for now. Uh, yeah, I mean, your problems look fixable, especially it's, you know, helpful to have all those points on the bench, you know, even though it sucks to, you know, not have them this week. At least, you know, you got somebody for next week that could put up points. Yep, and then moving on to Jay's team, I guess, in this matchup. Um, honestly, I'm still not high on Jay's team at all. I think this was an anomaly here. Uh, I don't think Dion and 
Derrick Henry is a good play in anyone outside of Miami. Um, Eifert put up 7.4, which is about as good as he's ever going to get. I think, obviously, you have solid you know receivers in Adams and Landry and Tate. But I don't know. I expect this team to struggle still. Put up big numbers against me when I had a shit week. So, I don't know. We'll see, Jay. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it last week. I don't think the Henry – Lewis thing is going to work out long term, but he does have uh, Collins on his bench. Or does he have Collins still? Yeah, he's in his flex. Yeah, how did that oh, work out? Not good. Not not great. But I mean, it was Buffalo. Like they didn't really need to do anything. Yeah, but at the same rate, he's your back. Who's you know not even your catching back. He's your every down back, like your first and second down back. So if in a game where you're up by. 44 points if my math is correct and you still only have seven points as your back who puts the ball on the ground to waste time that's not good that's true that's true i mean i don't love his team but hey i got the shit of the week award so can't be speaking too much shit i guess wait hop scored more points than you no no definitely i'm didn't even crack 100 yeah i'm disregarding him (laughs) (laughs) he's not he's not a real competitor yeah. Oh. <laughs> mean. All right. Yeah. That's all the matchups. So unless you guys have any closing comments, I think we'll close it out here. And no offense to anybody who I've shat on in this podcast. I just do it to be funny and to have fun. Obviously, love to everybody. <laughs> no. Yeah. Good luck to everyone. Hop, you should probably find a new hobby, though. Yeah. We all Boom. Be on there. <laughs>